episode of The Expat Wife. My name is Tina and I'm the host of this show. Well, and today I will keep on telling my own story. The last episode ended with us getting ready to leave Budapest and move to Germany, aka Paradise, aka Forever Home. The plan was, as mentioned, I would drive with the children along our so much loved Danube towards Germany and arrive at our new home a day before our furniture, which would be packed by husband and movers the day we left, arrive. And so, on the morning of December 1st, we got up, ready to go. But there was snow, like snow, not a tiny bit of snow, so much snow that we knew there wouldn't be an early start, as the snowplow had never cleared our street before, and therefore we would need to wait until the weather had calmed down. The movers called that they got stuck at the end of our road, and there was no way in and out. I joked and said that it seemed as if Budapest didn't want us to go, because we knew we would leave a great life behind. We had made friends who became family, The kids had a good social life, and with all its hurdles, we knew we had a good time. But anyways, on December 1st, the snow brought some changes to our plans. But thankfully, by noon, the movers were able to get into our street, and I was able to get out. But driving on country roads along the Danube didn't feel safe, and so we took the motorway to our first hotel in Austria. Again, it was a little of a rushed goodbye, but the next two days we took our time, drove through beautiful Austrian and German villages and were able to reflect on what we left behind and what to expect. We were excited. Husband wanted to come for the weekend and wave the kids goodbye for the first day of school, the next Monday. So we arrived at our new house on December 4th, 2019. The former owner greeted us, handed over the key to our new home and left. So after 20 minutes, we were alone in our house and the first thing I did was go to the car and get our two suitcases. Well, and then there was the lady. She came over and asked, hey, you had a new neighbors. How wonderful meeting you. And to me, this was the ultimate proof that we moved to paradise because This is how I imagined our new life. Friendly neighbors, an open-minded community, and basically an expat living at home. And to top it all, she had a daughter a similar age to my son and asked if we wanted to come over for lunch. And so we did. After two hours in our new place, we felt like being there forever. Well, as I assumed that Germany was as open as this lady was I met, I acted like her for the next few weeks. I greeted everyone, I smiled all the time, and I was so happy. Looking back, I must have seemed like a total nerd. And from here, it feels that the story needs to be told backwards. Because on August 3rd, 2021, we left Germany for another assignment in Saigon, also known as Ho Chi Minh City, in Vietnam. And it was a joint decision. We all agreed that we wanted to move abroad again. And as I have reflected on it, 
I had a few light bulb moments, especially after talking to Sandra and hearing her saying, take it as a new country. Don't expect to move back. And here are a few of my thoughts. First, when you move to a new country, you dig yourself to the country's history and culture. You try to understand why people are acting the way they do. Like Sandra and I try to understand why waiters in Budapest tend to be more on the ruder side. I totally understand now why Chinese used to spit on the streets and why bus drivers there don't care about the other vehicles. But to be honest, of course you don't do this when you move back home because you think you know it all. And here comes the first thing that I realized and I struggled with. Years ago, I overheard two foreigners talking about Germans and saying they always stare at people and that they felt this was so rude. I actually felt offended and thought, no, we don't do that. And well, when we moved back, I realized we do. Even I do it. When I greeted everyone and probably seemed strange, hardly anyone greeted me back. Instead, I was stared at. And when I used this as an invitation to greet, they looked away. I felt puzzled and it wasn't very welcoming. I can't find an explanation to this in history, but this is what it is. But of course, this wasn't the reason why we moved. It was more complex, I suppose. Our daughter was the first one after two months who said that she wants to move back to an English school. And this was tough as she was the one of us who always wanted to move to Germany as she always felt the most German. But in her new school, she was treated as the English girl and in fact struggled big times to make friends as the culture was so different. For example, our kids never had a mobile phone as there was no need for that and so didn't have their friends in Budapest. But when she was meeting her too, with two of her new classmates, they were all the time on the phones recording videos. Nothing she was familiar with and as she's really shy, she, she struggled to get into any group. As you all know, four months later, after our arrival, COVID hit and everyone had to go online and our daughter was really happy and made, funny enough, online a wonderful friend. But her wish to leave remained until we actually left. Because you remember the last four weeks are the happiest? She had made a wonderful group of friends by then whom all came for a sleepover the day before the movers came. And the rest of us? Well, I was amazed how German women were able to work, do the house household and take care of the kids as they were in school from 7.30 and the latest 1 p.m. Most days even earlier as every day some classes got cancelled due to teacher shortages. Completely irritating to me. My initial plan was to transfer the art school I had founded in Budapest to Germany and actually had set up, set up a studio in the basement of our house, but must admit, had no clue how to do this as I wasn't sure how to manage all these daily tasks, including driving the kids everywhere, cooking, cleaning and working. I had signed up for an online university in the UK to do my bachelor in art history as I wanted to get a better qualification. This seemed doable, but working? I had no clue. And I still would like to get an answer how all these women do that. Considering that I was working in Budapest and China, it was very puzzling. 
Well, and then COVID hit. To me, it felt like someone had pressed the stop button. And what to say, we all loved it. Kids did online schooling, husband worked from home and I studied. We had a really nice routine and wouldn't. And this wouldn't last forever, right? I think it was after a while that we realized that we were a little isolated as everyone had their one friend they were allowed to meet up with, but we hadn't made strong connections yet and our old friends lived a little far, too far away. But in the end, I had my best friend I met up with once a week. The hour's drive was worth it. By the way, she was the one that I talked about our move to China as a secret. If you haven't listened to episode one, it might be worth it. And so we puddled along. Couldn't do the things we wanted to do as traveling to the UK was fully forbidden. And this part was tough as we had hoped to spend more time there. And when the COVID rules lifted a little, I was able to start my art school. I was able to offer a summer camp and it was nice. During the first lockdown, I became very friend friendly with a few moms from the kids' schools as they supported me big times through all the online schooling as the kids were new. They had been forgotten on many lists. But anyways, now I was able to see all these people in person and it was good. For my, myself, I felt I was settling in. Here and there were strange incidences with neighbors and something until now I didn't understand. But I think there was a point where we had realized that we didn't move to paradise and we probably had far too high expectations. I have made wonderful friends along the way and some of the neighbors were wonderful. And this is probably the difference. When moving into an expat world, everyone is waiting for you because everyone is in need for new friends and family. I will talk about this with my next guest, Kim, and mention this. Friends become family. And this is why I have probably formed the strongest friendships abroad. And when moving home, no one waits for you. Everyone has family and friends, which we would have had. But COVID put a stop to this. And furthermore, most people have so much to do that there's no need for a new friend or family. There was a huge bunch of kids in the neighborhood. And I think what left husband and I worried was that there was a lot of fighting going on. And instead of kids letting kids being kids, parents got all the time involved. And I had a few times yelling parents in front of my doorstep about my awful son. Again, cultural differences, I suppose, as when looking into the history, each and every of these kids had bad days and had some days where they didn't behave. Well, and one of these days was probably the day when we all had enough. Two moms were standing in front of my door and yelling at me about my horrible son. I apologized, made my son apologize. It was the day before his birthday. And because of COVID, we couldn't invite many friends. But one of these boys whose mom was yelling was invited and he didn't turn up. So birthday was a disaster. I actually said to my son, the problem is if you behave like this, no one plays with you. Not knowing the full story. He and one of the yelling mothers told me only months later. In the end, it was the normal children fight, but one of these moms fully overreacted. Am I proud of the way I acted? No. And I still apologize to my son today that I didn't support him more. But I wasn't used to parents acting like this. But never mind, because now we are thankful for this incident. Because the day after our son's birthday, husband came downstairs, still in home office, and said, who wants to move to Vietnam? And you know what? 
We all scream, me! I want to add, I had just started my dream job at an international school, but seeing our kids so unhappy made this decision easy. Should we have said no and waited a little, as you have times, bad times everywhere? Maybe, but it felt right at this point. And this was in February, and again, we weren't allowed to talk about it. But our son was so happy that he told everyone, and I had to lie to everyone that he misunderstood. Well, not, not proud about this part either, I have to admit. I, again, only told my best friend, full cycle, I guess, but she knew our friendship would survive another distance relationship. The biggest difference in this move was we had to do everything online as we weren't allowed to go to Vietnam to look for schools. So we spent hours and hours looking at promotion videos, chatting to friends who knew the schools and trying to make decisions. It was strange yet very exciting. We knew that the COVID restrictions in Vietnam would be super easy as the country was open, only mask wearing was mandatory, schools were operating normally, and we could even go to restaurants. It was a free life. We just had to quarantine in a hotel for two weeks and two weeks in a service department. The only restrictions was that we couldn't leave the country and couldn't welcome any visitors from abroad. But they sounded good to us. The last four weeks again were wonderful. We surrounded ourselves with people that became friends and created nice memories. We were all a little sad to leave as, and we were wondering if we had given up too early. But we were happy to leave in good terms. Oh, and you might wonder what happened to her husband's German passport because didn't we say he had to stay for eight years? Well, thankfully he passed all the required tests with flying colors and as he was sent abroad by his German company, it was seen as if he wasn't gone. And I think at this time, the German government felt a little sorry for all the stranded Brits. Well, and so on August 3rd, we embarked on a flight organized by the German Chamber of Commerce towards Ho Chi Minh City, Saigon in Vietnam. And here I will end this episode. Take good care. My name is Tina and I'm the host of this show.